0: Hey, welcome back to Real Talk. Thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you like the videos that we put out, would you make sure you click that thumbs up button on there? And also, of course, subscribe to our channel. Thumbs up. We
1: we're almost have a
0: thousand. We're almost to a thousand. We need a few more of you to subscribe. And then we will have a thousand subscribers. And then what would what happen? What do we get? Probably nothing. We have a party or something. We
1: could do it. Th- we will, if we get to a thousand, we will give you a prize you don't want to miss. I don't know what it is, but it's gonna be Something. dang good. Yeah, good. Let's go. What are we talking so about? So we're
0: talking about we're still talking about weird things in the Bible, whack things, weird in the whack, Bible. whatever you want. Yeah, let's go. So there's lots of weird stories in the Bible, like really unbelievable stories. I mean, the foundation of our faith is that this guy died and people watched him die, and then he came back to life. What right? rating is that movie? Yeah, weird. And I, I mean, like I don't know about you, but I've seen some dead people and they didn't come back to life. Like, that doesn't so that, happen.
1: So there's this, yeah,
0: that's weird. Right, uh-huh. that is the, that is the premise of our, the crux, as it were, fi- of, our, of our beliefs, right? Yep. So there's lots more, though. Weird ones, especially in the Old Testament, right? So when we come across stories like this, so did a guy really get swallowed by a ginormous fish because he was trying to be disobedient Ooh. to God and then live inside the fish for three days? Three days. Come on. That would be... That would be
1: pretty interesting, right? So large fish comes up and swallows like, you? Yeah. And what do you do for three days? I don't
0: know. Where are you? Are you like hanging on to that hangy-down thing in his throat, like just not Tickle- wanting to go down? Tickling
1: him, punching him. Are you I fighting?
0: Well, but the Bible says it. Yeah. Jonah lives Jesus th- even mentions the story. I
1: know. It's not like it's dismissed in the New Testament. Jesus right. brings it up and like, and don't you forget, Jonah, right. in the belly of the whale. Right. What kind of whale?
0: There's a, I don't know. There's another story. A guy named this guy. He's a prophet. He's named Balaam, and Balaam's riding along on his donkey. And apparently, the donkey can see angels. Yep. Like God sends an angel, and the donkey and the donkey gets mad, and he's like, "I'm not walking any further" because he sees an angel holding a sword, a sword. But the guy can't see the angel, and so the guy starts beating the donkey because the donkey is like not a jackass. wanting. Jackass. <laughs> yes. The donkey's being a jackass. Yes. So listen to what Numbers 22 says. As the, as the guy's beating his donkey, it says, Then the Lord opens the donkey's mouth, and it said to Balaam, The donkey talks. Right in the Bible.
1: Yeah. So we got a fish that swallows, holds the guy down for three days, and then spits him out, and he's all yeah, fine. Fine. Then a beat-up donkey talking. Yeah, he starts talking.
0: Yeah, and, and actually and, that story gets weirder because he talks back to his donkey. donkey, donkey <laughs> there's a conversation. Donkey, and they have a conversation! Like, You've never done in that? in the world? That's I've so... seen you get upset at your dog. You've that's... talked to your dog before. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's but one d- way. But I n- you never would be. No. No. So, crazy stories, right? How about the a flood? I mean, really? Right. All that of Noah. This now, guy who's mm-hmm. like hundreds of years old spends decades building a boat in the middle of the desert where it's That we've never flood. found. Come They're on. Like, where? where is it, right? Yeah. Interesting. And yet, by the way, the flood one is unique because... There are more than 200 cultures that have a flood story. It's not just specific to Christianity in the Bible. Mm-hmm. There's actually all kinds of um civilizations that have these flood stories. And they're all the same. They all have a big boat, there's a flood, there's yeah. there's judgment, there's salvation. Like they all have some similarities. Yep. I think the Babylon one, the the boat is actually like a square, it's a cube. I don't know how that holds up when it's like a wavy. Cork. Yeah. It's
1: like just bobbing along. There
0: was one that uh, one of them has the it's a, like a shape of like a, a triangle okay like i don't know how that holds up yeah, in i mean you and...
1: follow the story with moses and noah the water goes away yeah. and then
0: a bird you know
1: bird flies to make sure that yeah like, really that's how he knows
0: so we read these things in the bible like i i read the bible pretty literally but even i have to admit when i get to these places i'm going i don't know what to make of these mm-hmm. i trust the things in the new testament like second timothy 3 and hebrews 4 that say like this. The scripture is for us, and it is God's word, and it is so important that it speaks to our soul, and I trust when Jesus talks about Noah, and Noah is cited in like eight books of the Bible or something like that, so they accepted it as real, but what do we do with these stories? Well, I, I, I look at this, and it's so
1: easy on one level to just dismiss it and just go, this is all crazy. It's another level for us to kind of laugh about it and go, this is weird, And yet we believe it. And what's going on? And I think as modern Westerners, we have zero category for supernatural. So it's like you hear these stories and you read about them. And if you have no category for a supernatural God who does supernatural things, which are above the natural, right? Supernatural, that which is above what we perceive. If there's no category for that, then this stuff is all just whack. And you just go... Jesus rising again from the dead, animals that talk. If you do have a category for supernatural, then you have a converse, you could have a conversation about, okay, what does this mean? But no category for supernatural?
0: Yeah. So do we just accept it at face value? Do we just go, yeah, well, Jonah, a fish swallows him up, spits him up on the land. Like do we just accept that because people I think outside of Christianity or people maybe new to reading the Bible and stuff would go, "Come on, that's kind of like" I mean, I don't want to be dumb and just mm-hmm. accept this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how to take that at face value. Or if I just write it off, all as it's all allegory. And sure, yes. it's trying to tell us something that yeah. didn't really happen. Teaching like, a
1: moral, yeah. or, right? And so I think that, well, that's what happens. We find certain parts of the scripture where we go, okay, that's true, but that's not true. This is true, but this isn't true. And right. I think as pastors and teachers of the Bible, we'd say, well, it's either all true in some form or fashion right, or none of it's true. Right. like where do you land on that i mean if it's true if it is god's word if it is inspired and he is leading us teaching us guiding us then we have to be able to look at these stories and go there's something here for us to learn and know how do we understand it do we allegorize it away do we take it as literal i mean I've gotten to a point with myself where I just go, I take certain stories as literal. It doesn't make sense to me how a donkey can talk. Mm -hmm. But if I believe God is God and he is in the business of doing things outside of my understanding, then I have to choose to believe that he can make a donkey talk. If he wants to make a donkey talk, he can make a donkey talk. Or he can flood an area and kind of wipe out the earth and reestablish it through Noah. If he's God, he can do whatever he wants. So I think a part of reading the Bible is understanding that higher view and going, if God is God, what can he do? Is there any limits to what he can do? And stories, things that we hear and we go, wow, that doesn't make sense. Is he God or is he not?
0: I think one of the things that's interesting to me I love about the Bible, and especially that's kind of convincing to me of these seemingly whack stories, There's so much detail in them. Typically, if you're going to make something up, you don't put detail. It's like, oh, yeah, there was, you know, the guy in the place with the thing. You know, it's like it's this really ambiguous. But they're like, no, this is who was there. This is what happened. This was even the sequence of events. I mean, the the flood, you know, talks about exactly what kind of wood to use and Mm -hmm. how you're going to put resin on it to make it waterproof. It's very specific. And... You don't usually do that if you're making stuff up.
1: And wouldn't you just say if you're gonna if you're making this all up, you would scrub out these stories. we yeah, talked about this before. Completely, maybe, you yeah. go, no, there's no way to a modern American this would make them believe. It's like, no, I think the premise of the Bible is that we actually have to believe something that is outside of proven certainty, right? Faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you don't see. So a very bedrock level, it's like, wow, I actually have to believe. There's someone outside my understanding who can do what he wants, when he wants to, that are going to break my paradigms. To the New Testament and Old Testament authors and their original audiences, they would have a category for supernatural that we don't have. Mm-hmm. So for them, it's like they wouldn't not believe that God could, because they lived in the supernatural. We live in this postmodern era where we downplay anything supernatural. And they didn't live in that kind of world.
0: So so we're reading the Bible. Just let's summarize this here. We're reading the Bible. We're coming along and we get to a story and I don't know, it's Isaiah.
1: Brad means Elijah.
0: And birds bring him food every day for like a few years. Like, come on, man. Like, how do we help us out? How do we read a story like that?
1: Yeah, I mean, some of, some of the way we read it is we try to interpret it within its original context. So if Isaiah... And Joe means Elijah. is It's a historic part of the Bible, then we're going to take it as history. If it's poetic, we're going to take it as poetry. If it's a letter, we're going to take it as a letter. So some of it is the technical term hermeneutics and understanding the context in which the part of Scripture that you're reading is written. And that allows you to sort of unlock what its real meaning is. But it's not all poetry. It's not all allegory. There are truthful historical statements, fact. historical facts that are there, that are there for us to learn and understand. And when we scratch our head and go, could a bird really do that? Or Well, if God is God and he's trying to carry out his purposes that we might believe, he's going to use all kinds of things
0: to do that. Yep. So if we get to 1,000 subscribers, will you bring cupcakes next week? No.
1: Come with a little candle. So I can share
0: them with you? Come on.
1: I want to share something special for the people. For Uh, those who view this channel, we will bring something special.
0: Jonah in the fish, it's called a uvula, by the way, that thing that hangs down that he's holding on to. See you next time on Real Talk.